Hi there, how's your week been? This week's episode is going to be short and sweet. Last week's guest was beauty writer Jessica Defino, and the episode has been so popular. A lot of you that are into the kind of less is more approach when it comes to skincare have loved the episode. So I'm really grateful for your feedback. Jessica is known for the strip back approach, but it's quite funny because in her Instagram bio, it actually says she's the beauty reporter who doesn't use beauty products. But in this episode, this Beauty Buzz episode, she is going to share just a few favorites. The reason she's chosen these as her favorites is because she wanted to find a natural solution to the dermatitis that she had, but also what happened after she took Accutane. So these products are all very kind of skin microbiome friendly, as you would expect from Jessica. After we finished recording, we also had a chat about her forthcoming book. But as I said, that happened afterwards, after we'd hit stop record. So I'm definitely going to have to ask her on for a part two. And on Instagram, she did actually say yes to a part two. So hopefully that's coming a lot sooner. Let me know what you think of this episode. Be sure to find me on Instagram at Beauty Me Podcast. Welcome to the Beauty Me Podcast. My name's Sharice Kenyon and I've been writing about beauty for around 15 years. During that time, I've heard so many stories about how we approach beauty, our routines and the traditions that make us who we are. I wanted to create a space where I could discuss these rituals further with people from around the world. For me, it's all about beauty, without the BS. I know you mentioned that for you, it's the evening. That's like, that's your real skincare time. Are you, I know you don't wear a lot of makeup, but have you got a different cleanser for makeup or? Yeah. So if I'm wearing makeup, I'll use the One Love Organic Vitamin B Oil Cleanser to take it off. That is like my favorite cleanser of all time. It's it's so good. It's so effective. You don't need to cleanse more than once to get everything off. So that's my go-to. If I'm not wearing makeup, I'll just go straight to Manuka Honey. So I use pure food-grade Manuka Honey to cleanse my skin. The one I use is from Flora Health, and it's the UMF 15 grade. Okay. And so I'll you put it onto damp skin. So I'll splash my face with water, massage in the honey for a minute or two, and then rinse it off. Okay, I have to go a bit deeper because you and Manuka Honey just go together in my head all the time now. <laughs> Where did you get that from? Where did you get this idea from? I got it when my dermatitis was at its worst. And I was like scouring the internet for any sort of information. And I found a tip about Manuka honey on like some random like comment board. It might have been Reddit. It might have been like the comment section on an article about dermatitis. And I was like, I'm going to try it because what have I got to lose? Um, so I ordered some Manuka honey and the healing that my skin experienced after just like 20 minutes with Manuka, like I had dermatitis on my eye. I put a little mask of Manuka on it. I washed it off after 20 minutes and the area was like visibly calmer. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. So then I started diving into the research on Manuka and just became more and more obsessed. And it's, it's my favorite thing in the world. Now I use it for everything. So how much would you say is a good amount to use for cleansing? Like a tablespoon? You don't need a lot. I just need like a fingertip. Okay. Like I'll scoop a fingertip out of the jar. 
Can you feel the effects or is it just a visual effect? Like, does your skin feel softer or? Your skin definitely feels softer. It depends how you use it. Um, I wouldn't say you feel much of an effect using it as a cleanser. That's more of like an overtime thing. If you use it as a mask, like 20 minutes, 30 minutes, um, you will see calmer, softer skin immediately. It's, um, it's so healing. It really speeds up the skin's um, own healing mechanisms. Um, it's kept in stock in hospital burn units for use to help heal burns. So like it's Western medicine approved. It's so good okay. at healing. The skin. It's like used for burn healing, which is very intense. Um, okay. I'm going to so get some. It's, it's, it's incredible, honestly. I'm going to try it. Um, but there's so much that happens. You know, it's full of omega fatty acids, which are great for skin barrier health. Um, it's a prebiotic. So it means it feeds the, the microbiome. So your microbiome just thrives off of it, which is great for long-term overall skin health. It's got antibacterial and antimicrobial qualities that really help in healing cases of acne. So like I'll use it as a spot treatment instead of like okay. salicylic acid or benzoyl peroxide. Like I'll just do a little dab of Manuka. If I want to sleep with it, I'll put like a little band-aid over the Manuka. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you don't end up sticking to the. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I'm going to get some. You're not into the 10 steps things, obviously. So are you going straight from cleansing to hydration? Mm-hmm. So I will spritz my face after cleansing with rose water. So I kind of DIY my own rose water concoction. I'll get the food grade rose water from this brand called Cortex. Okay. And then it's strong, so you don't need pure rose water, so I'll dilute it. So I put in a spray bottle, like, one-third of the quart of rose water and then two-thirds of just plain distilled water. And I spritz that. I'll spritz it after cleansing, but also just kind of, like, throughout the day Mm -hmm. when I need more hydration. And then while my skin is still damp, I go in with my face oil, so whatever oil I'm using at the time. And when you apply oil to damp skin, that creates like a DIY moisturizer right on your face because oil and water are the main components. So, yeah, I'll just massage in the oil on top of the damp rose water. And that is usually it, unless I'm going outside and I'm using SPF. You mentioned depending on which oil, does that mean you use different types of oils at different times? or So what kinds are you using right now? Right now, I am using just plain jojoba oil. I love jojoba oil. Me too. It's my I think you favorite. got me onto it, actually, because you said it's the closest to the sebum in our skin. Yeah, it's a, it's a 97% chemical match to human sebum. Wow. So personally, I don't have good sebum production, which is a side effect of being on Accutane. So yeah. Accutane works. For anyone who doesn't know, Accutane works by damaging the sebaceous glands so that you don't produce sebum, which is oil. If you're not producing oil, theoretically, you won't produce as many pimples. That's not always how it works, which is why a lot of people who are on Accutane have to go on multiple rounds or experience acne later in life. And for a portion of patients, it will you know, permanently damage your sebaceous function and you'll be just chronically dry, wow. which is what I'm experiencing. So it's been maybe... 10 or 12 years since I've been on Accutane and my skin is still just dry all the time. And so that's why I love jojoba because I can't produce enough of my own sebum. And this is like as close as it gets. Okay. Um, 
Yeah. Are there any so other like, oils that you like to use then, or is that the is that your I'll use rose hip from time to time. Rose hip I really love um because I have a lot of scarring and hyperpigmentation and rose hip very gently helps heal that over time. It's not like a miracle cure by any means, but mm-hmm. I'm more about gentle support than like erasing all signs of, of past life anyway. So that's <laughs> fine. Um what other oils do I use? I love castor oil. Okay. I know it's not usually used on the skin. It's more for, you know, hair Lashes. and eyelashes. Yeah. But I find it really beautiful on the skin. So I'll do a mix, like two pumps of jojoba and one pump of castor oil. Okay. And that feels really good. It kind of thickens it up, which my skin can use because it is so dry and compromised. And and then every once in a while, I'll test out like a branded facial oil so it's not something that's just a single ingredient or that I'm DIYing myself yeah what SPF do you like to use then when you wear SPF I use Cary Grand essential SPF pretty much exclusively it's the best it's um it's a mineral sunscreen so it's zinc but it has an oil texture so it feels like you're just putting on another face oil and um, for someone like me, who like my skin is often inflamed still, zinc is so calming and soothing. So it really feels like it's an SPF that's serving another function for me because the ingredients are very simple. It's zinc. It's a bunch of different facial oils. And it gives me that SPF protection, but also really calms redness and soothes my skin. And I love feeling like it's doing something else for me. So would you say that's pretty much your routine and then it's like maybe you'll do the odd mask? or the Yeah, maybe other? once a week I'll do a mask. Um, I love, I'll use a pure Manuka mask. Sometimes I'll mix Manuka with like powdered goat milk. Okay. I love goat milk. Um, or sometimes I'll do a yogurt mask, just plain yogurt. I try not to do too much because like I said, I'd rather leave my skin alone. So I'll pick one of those once or twice a week and do that. But, but another thing I do every day that's not product-based is after I put on my oils, I do a facial massage. Like, that's very important to me. Yeah, I so. I have to say, earlier on in lockdown, I got into doing gua sha, and I really want to get back to it because so I know, you know, again, some people say it's great and some people say it's a load of rubbish. But for me, it was literally like this 10 minutes where I just like sit down before, you know, before I had my coffee, before I opened the laptop. So where did you, like, how long is your, does your facial massage take? Is it like a five-minute thing or even less than that? I usually do probably five to ten minutes, probably closer to a ten-minute facial massage. Um, and I focus a lot on my neck because I've, I've been getting a lot of, like, very deep um, hormonal cysts around here. Same. So I don't love to use a gua sha stone over that. Yeah. I worry so, that I'm doing something bad when I get because that's exactly where I get mine like no matter what that's where they are yeah I think a lot of people can and it can be helpful but like you probably need a professional yeah facial massage like facial to to do that safely Mm -hmm. without aggravating anything Mm -hmm. but I find that if you focus your massage on the neck and draining these lymphatic channels it really does help the whole face because whatever puffiness is in your face, whatever is stagnating in your face is draining down the neck and through these channels here. So if your face is too compromised to handle the full facial massage, just 
five to 10 minutes of neck massage this way and this way. So do you have any hair favorites before we go? Let's see. Um, I have been using these herbal hair rinses from this brand called Wildflower and the Rose. So it's basically like tea for your hair. So you just kind of infuse these different herbs into warm water and then kind of use them as a rinse. And so there are different rinses you can use to focus on the scalp as like a shampoo and then different rinses you can use kind of as a conditioner to help condition your strands and add shine and all of that. Uh, But for for hair, it's, it's very simple. I don't really use a ton of products after, you know, washing and conditioning or rinsing with water. Luckily, I... I like my natural texture. I'm trying to embrace it, so I don't. I don't too much. Well, you've got some nice waves there, so. Thank you. <laughs> Final question: Have you got a favorite body product? Ooh, okay, I do, and it's very bougie. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Uma Oil um, Body Balm. Okay. It's an Ayurvedic brand, and it's very expensive. They use like beautiful ingredients that's all like very authentic ayurvedic wisdom um the founder her family were ayurvedic practitioners for like indian royalty back in the day so it's like this beautiful tradition and um the the body balm is just incredible it's it's my favorite thing it's the only thing i use if i'm not using that i'll just use um plain sesame oil on my body which is another kind of Ayurvedic ritual for self-massage. Thank you so, so much. It's funny, while I was talking to you, I, was, I would sometimes get like goosebumps because I was like, I want to, I get what you're saying. Like, I feel like I get what you're saying and like, I want to get to that evolved, more evolved yeah. stage, but I still put makeup on to talk to you. And, and so do I. I'm, I'm wearing makeup right now i have a giant pimple on my cheek that you can kind of see and i was like i have to be on camera i'm gonna cover it up (laughs) but you know what i hear that a lot and i think the thing is is that a simpler approach and trusting the inherent wisdom of your skin and your body um it resonates with people because it's true on a deep cellular spiritual level Mm. like on a deep level we all know that we are in control and we don't really need all of these outside things to reinforce what our skin and our body and our mind already know. It's a deep wisdom. It's a deep indigenous wisdom that, you know, people, humans have known for millennia. And we've just gotten to a point in like human progress where a lot of that inherent wisdom has been covered up yeah with products and products and And when you strip it back it just feels good it feels like oh I'm connecting to this like this is this is real this is what some part of my body like wants yeah and knows and believes so I think yeah I think it just helps connect you to your your intuition thanks so much for listening take a minute to like subscribe perhaps share the episode with someone that you think will be interested and you can find me on twitter and instagram at beauty me podcast or you can follow my personal account which is at sharice.kenyon 
Feel free to slide into the DMs with any feedback or suggestions for future guests. And I'll see you next week. 